the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. In Mississippi, residents are bracing for the possibility of catastrophic flooding around the state capital of Jackson. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves says more rain is expected. And the flooding is not going away, with the river expecting to crest at 38 feet sometime tomorrow. While we did get two beautiful days of sunshine, do not let that lull you into a false sense of hope. The flooding has not receded, and we are seeing rain today, and we expect to see rain later in the week as well. A mandatory evacuation in place for affected areas. Authorities have been going door-to-door to warn residents. U.S. and Iraqi officials say at least four rockets hit near the sprawling U.S. embassy in Baghdad and a Iraqi base hosting American troops inside the Green Zone. A U.S. military spokesman says no casualties have been reported. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager is amazed there are Republicans. They ask, where are all of these Republicans coming from? And I do, too. (laughs) I ask the same question. You are lied to from kindergarten through graduate school because you are indoctrinated rather than educated and somehow see through that? The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The Patriots Book of the Month for February is The Manipulators. Facebook, Google, Twitter, and Big Tech's War on Conservatives. You can sign up right now to win a copy at the Freedom Fan Club page at am1280thepatriot.com. Just past 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows Indoors Weather Center. we got partly sunny skies today. We'll reach a high of 23. Mostly cloudy tonight with a low of 19. we got Hour 2, Brad Carlson Show of the Narn starting right now on The Patriot. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to uh, send us a, uh, well, check us out on Facebook, by the way. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can find us right there. And uh, your one-stop shop for everything regarding this broadcast. And as always, we appreciate your support. 
as we're coming up on 16 years here on this uh, very network, AM 1280, The Patriot. As Mitch said yesterday, high time we get to that 10th anniversary party, six years after we <laughs> celebrate 10 years. But it's all good. It's all got a lot going on this year, as you could expect. And uh, we're honored to welcome back to the broadcast, I think the friends of the show by now. They've been on with uh, Mitch before, as well as uh, this broadcast. Uh, Reverend Tim Christopher, a minister from Brain ba- Missionary Baptist Church in North Minneapolis, as well as a very uh, strong Second Amendment advocate. Yeah, he put out another viral video last week uh, testifying before the Senate uh, committee up in Hibbing. We'll get a little bit into that. And uh, Louis Denard, himself a very sec- strong Second Amendment advocate, as is his role befits him, president of the African-American Heritage Gun Club. And, by the way, co-hosts of a brand-new podcast. If you're not listening to it, well, you're doing podcasts incorrectly, I'll just say that. Black Minds Unchained is the title of the podcast. Go to blackmindsunchained.com, your one-stop shop for everything. Tim Christopher and Louis Denard. Uh, gentlemen, welcome back to the broadcast. Good to have you. Thank you. Glad thank, to have us here. Thank, 16 years is a long time. We both wow. had hair 16, 16 years, years ago. <laughs> I had a little bit more. I wouldn't say, yeah, uh, <laughs> but fairly distinguishable. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've been here for about eight and a half years of the run, nine years of the run. Mitch has been here since day one, so uh, kind of his baby still going. Uh, as of March, it'll be 16 years, hard to believe. And back then, 2004, like this year, 2020, a presidential election year. Uh, Rev, you reached out to me this past week. I know I was uh, intrigued by some of the comments that came out from uh, presidential candidate Michael Bloomberg, who technically entered the Democrat race for president, but has basically said even if he doesn't get the nominee, he's still going to run ads through November just in an attempt to defeat Donald Trump, which that's fine and good, but then... Some comments came out from a talk that he gave at the before the Aspen Institute in 2015, and it was reported on back then. It was rather suspicious why he didn't want the audio or video of this particular talk released. And as we found out uh, this uh, past week, Reverend Christopher, some comments that uh, didn't sit too well with your community. Why don't you expound on that a little bit? Um, not at all. Um, here's a man who's been uh, a Republican. Um, That's true. And a lot of people don't realize that. But here's the thing. Um, If you are a black male and like we try to explain to people all the time, if every single day you getting thrown up against a wall. Now, he said this. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure we're all on the same page. And you're getting thrown up against a wall every single day. then you're going to be upset. You're going to be mad. Now watch this here. So I know that I see police. Police are coming at me, right? And I'm saying to myself, do I want to get thrown up against the wall today or do I want to take my chances and just run? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to run. So now what are they going to get me for? They're going to pursue me and what's going to happen. So I have evaded arrest. Right. Right. So now they're going to, I got another charge on me for doing nothing. Walking down the street. That's all I was doing. I just don't want to be harassed anymore. Now, I've told this his story a couple times. Myself, Millington, Tennessee, 1980. Okay. I'm coming home from um, football practice, ba- I mean basketball practice, and I police pull up. I wasn't doing anything. Got a backpack on. Right there on uh, Navy Road in Millington, Tennessee, I was laying down on the streets with two cops over my head mm. for nothing. I, I, I was not doing anything, and uh, they harassed me for a while and finally got back in their car and let me go. What did I do? I sat on the sidewalk and cried 
because it scared me. That what what I'm saying is what a lot of white people don't realize that is what happens. So a lot of times when they're sitting there saying, "Well, black people don't like the police department," no, we never said you've you've really never heard us say we don't. What we said is we don't like bad police. Now, sure. Mike Bloomberg decided, you know what? I'm going to take that to a, a whole different level. Instead of telling uh, Rudy Giuliani that his his little crime uh, uh, law that he put out was wrong, he decided to ramp it up. This is the stop and frisk that stop. he has touted. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. That now he's apologizing for. Right. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not buying that. Well, he's kind of talked a little bit out of both sides of his mouth. He has said, "Okay, I regret it, but look at the decrease in crime that has taken place." Well, Louis Denard, is that are those really authentic statistics? Well, he said he inherited stop and frisk. Yeah. So if you inherit hemorrhoids, would you keep them? <laughs> no, I personally I would not. Exactly. No. <laughs> that's all. That's all smoke and mirrors um, with um, Bloomberg. Um, but because he, I, I mean, again, I haven't dug into the actual numbers, but you know, while saying, "Okay, I regret." how it was implemented, but then he says, but it was a, an effective deterrent in violent crime. Is that, are, those, are those true statistics? Because as we, as we find out as Second Amendment advocates, they often take statistics well out of context to kind of fit their narratives. I mean, was it a true deterrent well, in, 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 in decreasing crime? Because, Rev, you've talked before just your testimony last month where Senator Latz tried to say that crime was decreasing in St. Paul, overall crime may have, but violent crime definitely not the case. Exactly, uh, Pinocchio Lance. The 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 numbers, um, and that's what everybody like to go off of. Okay, the numbers they sit there and they say that oh we've got so many guns off the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a great thing. Don't get me wrong, but to terrorize a neighborhood to do it, and then you turn around with so many men, innocent people. In jail, do I look at that and say it was worth what? No, mm. I, I, I don't. Because now you, you're dealing with the poor in the neighborhood. Um, if I would have gotten arrested for nothing back in the day, my parents wouldn't have had the money to get me out. So I would have to sit in jail. There's a lot of... Or plea bargain out. Or, right, or, right. Or, well, or plea bargain out. Uh, I understand what you know people are talking about when they sit there and they say, you know, uh, well, look at the numbers. Look how many guns that we. But then look at the number of innocent young men who now have caught a case that uh, they've got a felony on their record. Only thing they have to do is, you know, throw gum, a gum wrapper on the uh, street and then they go back in. They can't get a job. I, in I, Minnesota, they can't get housing. Yeah. And in Minnesota, you, yeah, you can't get housing. Also, so media is where I first saw the story and they uh, Took a clip. I tried to. I tried to listen to the audio. It isn't that you can't hear it that well over the radio, but I'll just read part of the transcript where, uh, at this 2015 event where Bloomberg spoke before the Aspen Institute, uh, he used a broad brush to paint violent crime perpetrators as overwhelmingly male, minority, and 16 to 25 years old. That's true in New York. That's true in virtually every city. He claimed you want uh, to spend the money to put a lot of cops on the street. Put those cops where the crime is, which means in minority neighborhoods. Now, Rev, that's part of your, uh, obviously, your vocation. You walk the streets of North Minneapolis where where a lot of this crime is taking place. So just pulling up to a young male minority and throwing him up against the wall on the off chance he has a gun, 
How is that a deterrent? <laughs> that, that's not a deterrent. And and like I, like I said before, uh, before we even got into this, pretty much is only thing you're doing is creating a a sense of of distrust and hate between a community and the police department. Look, the police have already said it. They pretty much know who the perpetrators are. Mm-hmm. They, they pretty much know because it's the same people over and over that they're letting out of these here court systems. Commissioner said so in Hibbing. Yeah, and yeah, Commissioner said so in Hibbing. When he was the transit, when he's uh, in, in charge of the transit police. He said he sees the same people over, over and, over and over again. He knows them a social security number, date of birth. I'm like, why are these people back on the streets if you know them so well? Right, right. So I'm not about you know mass incarceration. Don't get me wrong. But I am looking at the situation and saying this here. If you do the crime, you got to do your time. You can't go and plea bargain out, especially on a gun charge. And that's what the problem is. You know they they don't charge they don't charge no one anymore. No, they don't they don't pursue the gun charge. They want to go on the other stuff that you um got off on last time. That's right. Or stuff that they're holding over your head. So, at, at, where, but where's the judicial accountability though? Like, I would like to see a report card on on the, these judges that are letting these people get back out on the street. There you I go. Want, I want, you know, so all you see is the name is a ballot. You don't see their you don't see scorecard or whatever. Um, you, all you see is their name and what district. I want to see, okay, this guy put so many violent felons back on the street. He plea bargained this guy down, this person down. And so where's accountability? It's like, and, and it what I said to Hibbing is like, why do you wonder why we're all carrying guns when you're putting these, these animals back on the street? So I was at, one question, one, one, one second here. Sure, go ahead, sir. So I went to the Coon Rapids Town Hall yesterday. Okay. And I went there because I, want, I really wanted to see what the problem was in the white community. And I, sure enough, I was the only black person there. And I listened to a lot of things that was going on in Coon Rapids, in Blaine, in Anoka area down there. And I had the opportunity to talk to a prosecutor. And he was talking about yesterday how they are going after these guys full boat. But these judges are taking plea bargains. Mm. So here, here's my thing. There should be, like I said, there should be a report card on these judges. Right. If if, if you got someone who's have committed four, five, six, seven, and he's a career criminal, a career criminal, and they get broke, they get they get they get bail. They get the the guy who shot Monique and dumped her body in the back of a. He was a career criminal. Why was he out? Why? And the problem with a lot, I mean, this obviously is a, is a different issue. A lot of these judicial elections, if if they're up on a ballot, a lot of them are running unopposed. That's yes. right. Yeah, they're, un- yeah. they're incumbents running unopposed. So not only do you not know much about them, you figure, well, they're unopposed for a reason. And, you know, people just fill in the and bu- here bubble. Is where, and here is when I look at the black community and say, you need to start stepping up. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who the judge is in your, in your area, you need to find out right now. Because this marching stuff is done. I'm not marching anymore. I, I refuse That's old to march it's not anymore it done. because what are, what are they doing? They're making laws to stop you from marching. Right. So so let's go after the people who are doing these things. Let's go after these judges. Find out what judge let this guy out who shot, murdered, killed this, 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 this young lady and dumped her body 
in an alley like a dog. I want to know the judge who let him off. Call him be- on the carpet. Because he needs to be protested on, and then he, he, she or she needs to be thrown out of office. No if, no ands, no buts. Once again, we're joined by Reverend Tim Christopher and Louis Denard, co-hosts of the podcast Black Minds Unchained. Check out their website, blackmindsunchained.com. When we come back, oh yeah, we're just getting started this hour. Uh, we're going to talk a few, little bit more presidential politics. Our very own uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar has uh, uh, run afoul of some in the uh, black community. We talked a little bit about that in the first hour. Yeah, we'll get a little more into it here in the second hour right here. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my parents. They had them and I got them. And not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable and the results, well, even my husband noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. So stop hiding your legs. Vein Clinics of America accepts most major insurance plans. So call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-606-1010. 800-606-1010. That's 800 606 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot. And for years, this great station has been fighting to keep the Twin Cities right. As we head into 2020, I would ask that you help us continue the fight by supporting our local sponsors who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities. Now here's a word from our friend, Dennis Prager. I I appeal to you to fight I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. And helping fighters is as good and noble as fighting. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station. And that is just patronize their sponsors. Those sponsors, they are making us possible. No sponsors, we're talking to ourselves. By supporting the local businesses you hear on this station, you help support us as we continue to keep the Twin Cities right. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Joined in studio by Reverend Tim Christopher and Louis Denard, co-hosts of the Black Minds Unchained podcast and uh, strong Second Amendment advocates. Of course, Louis Denard, president of the African-American Heritage Gun Club in Minnesota, and uh, Reverend Christopher, member of the uh, Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. And also, uh, uh, have you uh, added your resume, Rev, uh, prote- uh, professional uh, testimony giver before, <laughs> uh, before no. legislative committees? I mean, you do it well, I just got to say. Uh, my goodness, these viral videos that you keep putting forth, Rev. I- <laughs> no, la- la- the, you know what? I had typed out a nice little... Um, Speech that I was going to say. Until Senator Latz spoke. Sure. And then Latz got up there. <laughs> Started doing his Pinocchio And routine. he lied. And, and, and uh. I wasn't, there was no way in the world I was going to let him get away with it. And it was just a blatant lie. It wasn't, no just, way it wasn't a little white lie. It, one of those, it wasn't one of those little no. maybe half-pregnant no. lies. That was just a full-blown lie. No. So, so uh, like I said, uh, I, can be, I can be nice or I can just go ahead and, and be that angry black man if that's what they want to pull out, you you choose which way you want to roll with me. But either way, I can do either one of them. But you can't sit there and, and to me, uh, lie like that and, and say the things that he said. Um, and, and, and even on the, the red flag bill that I that I asked for uh, Senator. Um, uh, what's her name to take her name off the bill? Ruth Richardson. Oh, okay, oh yeah. right. Yeah, I yeah. asked. I, 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 she uh, for the black community. She needs to take her name off the bill. So I'm going to say that again. I said it one time. I blasted her on uh, Twitter, and I'm going to say it on your show. She needs to take her name off the bill because you know we talk about uh, we talk about stop and frisk. I mean that whole procedure, exercise, whatever you want to call it, if nothing else, blatantly unconstitutional. And the red flag, red flag bill, where you can go in, and if someone is just deemed a threat to himself or others, without the ability to speak in defense of his or herself, have their personal property taken away from the right. And yard. it's a, um, it's not like a, it's, it's a civil case. It's, it's not a, it's not a case to where you get a lawyer for free. Like, no, you got to pay for it. It's, it's, it's not a criminal case where you would get a lawyer. So it's a civil case, so and they can hold your firearm up to two years. Mm. You got money to get yourself, and you're a prohibited person for that two years, right? But see, I don't, I don't, I don't have. I, like, I, like I, 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 I don't have I money. Got a rich, like that. I got a rich buddy named Reb that'll come and bail me out. <laughs> you're right, <laughs> right. Well, we you do, know. we do want to get to a quick phone call on line one, Mark from St. Louis Park, who's probably represented by Senator Ron Latz. <laughs> Mark, you're on the Northern Alliance Trade Network. Go ahead. Fabulous show, Brad. Oh, I've had my ups and I've had my goings on with Ron Latz. I'm sure. Some other time, I'd love to tell you what what those are. Um, I've nailed him more than once. Good. But uh, it's it's so refreshing to hear members, especially that North Minneapolis and the community, to make uh, statements such such as judicial accountability. The same people over and over get being let out and out let out. When you read these crime stories that involve guns in the Star Tribune, like once or twice a day, there's two quotes. There's just two things they always say in the paragraphs. One of them is lengthy criminal history, mm-hmm. and the other one is, or has multiple felony convictions. I think we're just tired of those. And what are these people doing out on the street? And thanks so much for your guests. It's so refreshing to hear that. And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks so much. 
Right, yeah, we appreciate it, Mark. And, and, you know, it's like Rev and Lewis both indicated in the first segment. It's the, you know, where is the judicial accountability? Where can you get access? I mean, this, I would have to believe there'd have to be some sort of public access to these judicial records. There's got to be some type of access. Substance access to, you know, who's letting who out. Yeah, absolutely. We've got to figure it out. I mean, we've got to get to the point to where we know, and, and, and the prosecutor that I talked to yesterday said, and he said, to be fair, you got to understand, a lot of these judges are going off the laws on the books that they're allowed to use. Then we need to change those laws on the books because I, I'm, I'm looking at the whole situation and going that if we do that, that's going to save lives. If we if we change laws, that's going to save lives at the at the end of the day when it's all said and done. But this is what we can't keep doing. We can't. The Democrats are so worried about being called racist. They're willing to give up anything so you don't call them what they are. So they're, 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 they'll let people out. They'll get them a, give them a pat on the hand. Now, do I want to see my brothers and sisters locked up? No, I want to see them out doing what everybody else doing, living a free, fun life. But here is the deal. If we don't give them a way to live that free, fun life, if we don't fund something to put them in school, why don't we have vocation classes in, in, in school right now? So when they walk out of there, they're walking out with some type of degree to go mm-hmm. be an electrician, to go be a plumber, to go be a framer. We don't have those things. So what, what are these kids doing? They have to be the top drug dealer on their corner for that week. Yeah, and you right? shouldn't have aspirations for, for that. So now they're going to jail. So now they're in the system. So now they got to keep being in the system because they can't go get a jail because they, they already caught a case. All, it, I understand all of this is wrapped up in a big ball that to me, honestly, I mean, when it all says and done, this, this, all of this stuff can be taken care of. That's it really of the, can. It's one of the many projects that Rev and I are working on. One of them is we're forming a nonprofit called Shepherd's Works. Mm, okay. And yep. one of the things is we want to get, get these kids before they get in the system. Sure. Right now, you know, the boomers that are in the trades are retiring faster than That's we can true. replace them. Mm-hmm. So we figure if we can get, funding to get these kids trained not necessarily kids but whoever get them trained and you a get them in a union so all of a sudden they they go to school they get a job when they get out of school um you're gonna get a pension nobody gets pensions anymore right you're gonna be able to, you're gonna get quality health care you're gonna carry your family you don't have to live in a bad community if you don't want to and that's one of our goals as long as you know along with feeding the homeless working on um food insecurity with children who don't have food like when school's out yeah it's fun but yeah, now you got to replace two meals for those children, and those are those are some of the things they're working on with our nonprofit. Now, Rev, obviously, you you know you you interact with a lot of these young people in in your advocacy, in your work in uh, in North Minneapolis. Uh, what is kind of the common retort that you receive from these young men when you're trying to convey to them, look, selling in a corner isn't going to get you anywhere. There are other options. Do they are they dismissive or do they give a tone of helplessness, like, hey, I'm already too deep into this what's kind of the common retort you get from these young men uh pretty much the, the the thing that i get a lot of times from them is this is how i have to make money mm. there is no he said where, where am i supposed to go for a job you, you understand what i'm saying i don't have a car i can't get out to shakopee to go work at uh amazon uh, amazon, amazon mm. right when that that building should be right there off broadway since mm. they blew the deal that's where that building should be yeah. right 
So 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 all of them people in that neighborhood could have a job, a fifteen dollar an hour job. Do you know what that would have done for that neighborhood? Mm. That that would have been huge. So now these kids are sitting here going, dude, you know how much money I can make with with someone who's coming from downtown on their way out to the suburbs. They get off on Broadway, buy their drugs, go down Lindale, get off on Dowling, and then they can go home. Do you know how much money I pull in when you pulling in five hundred dollars a day? Wow, a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now they got the thing where they'll knock you out for your cell phone. I can sell a cell phone for $150. So I get three or four of those a day. I'm I'm making bank. Mm-hmm. And and then all of a sudden I get caught. I go I go in. The judge says, okay, I'm going to give you probation. I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to slap you on the wrist. Boom. I'm back out on the streets doing the exact same thing again because there's nothing here for me. What we're saying is we want to bring something in. Here's another thing. All of that money that went down, there's millions of dollars that goes into North Minneapolis. Millions. Listen, millions of dollars that nobody know where the money is. No receipts. Where's the money? Wow. As taxpayers, you, as a taxpayer, you should be concerned about that. Mm-hmm. You should say, where's my money? I, I want a receipt for my money. Where's my money? They can't tell you. Or it's like corporate America. Okay, I give you this money. Where's, where's my return on investment? What are you giving me back for the money I'm giving you? Sure. <laughs> This is going down the drain. And in the meantime, you have the Minneapolis City Council uh, banning new businesses that have drive throughs because they're concerned about cars idling too long because of uh, whatever else. So they don't allow zoning for single-family homes to be built anymore. And it doesn't seem like any of these are even addressed at the no. county level, the municipal level. It shows that these people are out of touch, either that or clueless or incompetent. Yeah, Jason, go ahead. So I have a question for you, gentlemen. Where do you think that money is going? Somebody's pocket, plain and simple. When you don't have to produce any receipts, I'm like, you know, <laughs> if, if I go visit a site at work, you know, they won't, they won't just, Lewis, why'd you pay, why'd you submit a, a bill for $20 for parking? Well, you weren't going to ask for a receipt, so here's my $20 for parking. Yeah. Millions of dollars going on down there, and we get the same result every single year. Every summer, there's record numbers of shooting. Nothing is being done. Nothing, no, no one's coming down there to find out what all this money is being put into at all. Well, crime, no one. Crime is a, is a tool of gentrification. If you, if you let the crime get bad enough, people leave. And then you can just, oh, you sell the, you get the property for pennies on a dollar, you develop it, like uh, Mayor Fry, that's his plan, uh, with his developer buddies. We can get back to that on the other side of the break. Absolutely. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Uh, as you expected, getting it straight from uh, Reverend Tim Christopher and Louis Denard, again, the co-hosts. Of the Black Minds Unchained podcast. Check out that website, blackmindsunchained.com. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I need more hair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair, and they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. 
Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. Check out INeedMoreHair.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going to do? What are my options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts too. But some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis. And how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com. Smoke turkey pulled and tender sauce to delight. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. Hey, welcome back. Early morning yesterday. M1280 The Patriot. I was up before the dawn. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls is 651-289-4488. Feel free to weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag NARNShow. Joined in studio by the co-hosts of the Black Minds Unchained podcast, Louis Denard, Reverend Tim Christopher, also a strong Second Amendment advocate. So we've been talking Second Amendment intertwined between uh, everything else that we've got to get to. We want to shift a little bit. Uh, we talked a little bit in the first hour about the uh, uh, Clomentum, the Amy Klobuchar campaign is calling it. Uh, Senator Klobuchar finishing third in New Hampshire, a surprising third. I think that's more attributable to the fact that uh, Senators Warren and Biden have kind of tanked. But that's another uh, subject for another day. But nevertheless, she's being touted as uh, kind of the moderate alternative, if you will, to uh, Bernie Sanders. But nevertheless, uh, there has been some scuttle here in the Twin Cities regarding her tenure as Hennepin County prosecutor, uh, particularly a case that she referred to during her first run for U.S. Senate back in 2006 and has even touted it in her presidential run as proof that she is tough on crime. And, of course, is the tragedy that took place in 2002 when 11-year-old Taisha Edwards, just sitting at her kitchen table during her homework in her home in North Minneapolis, was uh, killed by a stray bullet, I believe three men if I'm not mistaken, went yep. to prison for that. 
One of them was uh, Mayan Burrell, who was a 16-year-old at the time, was tried as an adult, found as one of them guilty. Now it appears that um, he may not have been involved in this particular killing, um, not because there's necessarily new evidence that has come to light, but the woeful lack of evidence in the first trial. Rev, if you want to expound on that, I know you've kind of been, uh, you've been talking about this before it really even hit the mainstream. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I was, I was approached by, um, Nicole, her name, um, Nicole and the wife and the sister of mine. Okay. And, um, they came in and they sat down with myself and my wife and, and they went over the case with me. And then I did a little research on my own. I threw some things out on Twitter. I had some uh, people call up and say a few things to me. Um, someone from the actual jury um, added a little bit to it. And um, and then I, I read a little bit more that, number one, their video evidence somehow comes up missing. Mm. That oh, proves, imagine that. That proves that this kid was nowhere near this. Okay. But it's missing. Mm. Wow. You know, you figure that. Number two, the guy who actually pointed him out, you know, he's dead now, but at the time couldn't even see over the wall to see who it was. Okay. Number three, you got police evidence. Now, this is on, this is CARE 11 now, showed evidence of police paying people. Paying people okay. just for names, right? So the 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 people who pointed him out was already in trouble. So to get me for me to get out of you know this here trouble, I'm gonna hey everybody saying this dude's name. Sing I'm like sing. a bird. Yep, I'm gonna sing like a bird. But, and, and and again, we were bringing up the fact that Senator Klobuchar. This is something. This is a case she's touted to kind of. Uh, strengthen her credentials of how tough on crime she is, you know, when she ran for U.S. Senate first in 2006 and now her presidential run. Now, all of a sudden, when this is being broached to her, she's almost dismissive. It's like, well, if there's new evidence that comes to light, fine, go with another trial, Louis Denard. Well, the thing is, it's, it's it, you'd have to understand, this is such an incestual relation, incestuous relationship um, between all these people because, you know, they, they all know each other. Mm-hmm. They're mostly all in the same party. Nobody wants to step on anybody's toes because you step on somebody's toes, then you don't get to climb up the ladder when they climb up the ladder. So there's no um, there's no incentive for the Hennepin County prosecutor to ruffle Amy's feathers because right. oh we, we 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 boys you know we you know we we cool so she's not he's not gonna step on her toes she's not gonna open up the case and I believe he's the only one with the power to open up this case right now unless that's right somebody puts the pressure on him to open it up. So has there been has there been any new evidence come to light? I mean I and I, I think it was. Taisha Edwards, was it her stepfather who's now calling into question Mayan Burrell's guilt in this? Not, not only is the father, because you got to remember, there was an interview that was done with one of the jurors mm-hmm. who said how he felt raked, raked over the coals to convict this kid mm. at the end of the day. Right. So, look, here's the deal. Amy was running, and she needed something big, okay? Just like, just like many other times when... The, uh, 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 a a someone who's running for office needs something big. Half of them, what do they do? Boom! If I got a good case on a black man, that that right there is going to get me in office. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. I mean, we can sit there and act like if like, we want is that to, like the, the the caucus theory, a- exactly. Michael the caucus. You understand what I'm saying? Sorry for y'all people that aren't old enough to yeah, get that so, reference. So 
when it's all said and done, only thing she has to do is to come on back here to Minnesota mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Here's from the first trial, not the second trial. Because right. she, she, she's sitting there going, well, uh, I wasn't around. But they use your evidence from the first trial to do this. Right. So she come back here. She opens the books and she goes, here you go. I, I want I want I want Keith Ellison to go over everything. I want him to go over everything. Forget Mike Freeman. Mike, Mike Mike's a waste of time. But I want Keith Ellison to go over everything. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if he says that we should have a second trial, then we should have a second trial. Doesn't something like that require integrity though? Yeah, it do- well, yeah. anyway. You well, got to have, have integrity. You know, if you want that office, have the integrity to say, "Hey, I was wrong." Right. You know, that I got more respect for somebody that says I was she wrong. She can't say she was wrong. She, she can't. can't. Why not? She just can't because she's a Democrat, number one. Well, this is, and again, this is something that she has touted during her presidential run as an example of how tough on crime she is to get this particular conviction now all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be one thing if, the, if she would re- reference uh, new evidence that's come to light, but then she would have to acknowledge the lack of evidence that was in the, uh, in the first trial. We do have a phone call, line one, Al from Zimmerman. Al, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Oh, hi. I just want to make a comment on a, a news story I heard last week. Uh, it was an incident a couple of years ago where uh, they arrested or the two officers went to a burglary call. They were, they found a man in the basement. He wrestled with them and got one of their guns and shot both of the police officers. Okay. One of the police officers shot this man, killed him. And now they gave this man's family hundreds of thousands of dollars in a wrongful death uh, lawsuit. I just don't get it. Minnesota is not addressing the problems of gun violence whatsoever. We know where the gun violence is, and nothing's being done about it. I lost a good friend of mine three weeks ago from a man from St. Paul that had been arrested eight times in 10 years for felonies and 20 times for driving after revocation. Mm. He killed my friend, Mm. Danny Neeson, uh, when he went to retrieve things that were stolen from his business in St. Paul. And this man had been let out eight times for violent felonies, gun charges, assault weapon charges, burglary, uh, robbery, you name it. I don't understand what's going on in the Twin Cities anymore other than liberal nuts. Thanks, Al. Uh, Well, I mean, this is something that I know the Rev and Lewis have both addressed is the, uh, you know, and again, another phrase you've heard on this show quite a bit now, this this particular show is the judicial accountability or lack thereof. How and are they? How are they getting back out? Gun violence, society? or they, well, they call it gun violence, but the violence is just an after effect of putting criminals back on the streets. And we can't real. Nobody's addressing the fact that. So what about? Okay, you're saying guns are stolen, right? But you also, what about the guys in the suburbs that are buying the guns, flipping them, and you know, in hood, you buy the gun for five hundred dollars at a gun store, even a even a cheap gun. They go sell it in the hood for fifteen hundred dollars. Mm. Where's that? You know, nobody's addressing that pipeline. Right. I could. I could buy a gun. The one matter of fact, the one that I got on my side right now. Right. I can go down there right now and flip it, and it's on a misdemeanor. Why? Mm. Well, you won't get prosecuted. Well, prosecuted I won't get prosecuted on that misdemeanor. It, I won't get prosecuted. No, no, I may. Took, I may. Well, because uh, well, yeah, you don't uh, say uh, it's a bad thing. So come you on, might, come on. So you might get prosecuted. I get prosecuted on it, but I could plead it down to um, um, probation. Right. Right. So I plead it down to probation. I get slapped on the wrist. Then I go to Iowa. I buy another one. I come back. 
that's a thousand dollars right there I'd have made in two days. Mm. That's how it works, man. I mean, people don't like talking about that, especially the people in the gun community. They don't like talking about that. But that is how it works. Because when is the last time you heard someone uh, breaking into a gun store? Mm-hmm. You haven't, right? right? When is the last time you heard there's been a big screen of robberies of people stealing guns out of somebody's cars? You haven't. Right. No. So we need to start. We've got to be honest. Thank you. We, we've got to start being honest about this stuff. Or it's never going to change. It's just like when they, when the people in the gun community is running around here talking about Democrats. I'm a, I, I consider myself a Democrat. I've got other friends that consider themselves a Democrat. So they sit there and go, well, Democrats are coming after my guns. No, we're not. Mike Bloomberg got his whole ranch of, of white women who are coming after the gun. You so you go, home, right, you go home and look at your wife and tell your wife to leave our guns alone. That's what you need to do. Once again, we are joined uh, in studio, Reverend Tim Christopher and uh, Louis Denard. Again, check out their fine podcast, Black Minds Unchained. Their website, blackmindsunchained.com. Why don't we do this, Jason? Take a quick uh, little early break, and then we have a little bit more time for the very last segment. Uh, we figured the hour is going to go by quickly. There's so much yeah. to get into. and uh, <laughs> So we'll have one final segment, try yeah. to uh, squeeze in a few more topics right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go to AM 1280, The Patriot. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride. And they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. 
Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. American Pressure washers. They spray water and get stuff clean. Sometimes it is quite that simple, but oftentimes there's a lot behind the scenes that American Pressure can help you with. What's the right nozzle to make that water spray at the right speed to accomplish cleaning without doing damage? What's the right heat to melt the grease and grime you've got to save on chemical use as well as protect the equipment you're spraying? See what we can do for you at AmericanPressure.com. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment. Honored as always to have in studio Reverend Tim Christopher and Louis Denard, co-hosts of Black Minds Unchained. Check out that fine podcast at blackmindsunchained.com. Is I'm assuming wherever else you could find your favorite podcast, right? Is Everywhere it? you can find your favorite Fantastic. podcast, we're there. Fantastic. We appreciate that. And of course, uh, Lewis, the president of the African American Heritage Gun Club in Minnesota, and Reverend member of that fine organization, as well as the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, Reverend Christopher, I've heard you in a couple of different high profile uh, testimonies before, whether it be the House or Senate committees, uh, basically offering to give out your business cards and offering politicos to come down to North Minneapolis, walk with you, what you do during the day. You actually had a visit from some members of the Minnesota Senate, as well as the gentleman running for, I believe, is the Independence Party candidate, uh, Chris Kelly, running in CD5. Why don't you share what you'd like about that meeting, Reverend oh, Christopher? Oh, sure. Awesome. Thank you for bringing that up, because I, I just want to, again, throw a big shout-out to Senator Paul Kazelka, mm-hmm. um, to Mark Coran, Senator Mark Coran, who, who we consider to be he's a, he's a an friend awesome of friend of ours, and uh, Robert Chamberlain. Uh, came Senator Robert Chamberlain. Oh, Roger Chamberlain. Roger, Roger Chamberlain. Lakes, yep. Why I keep calling him Robert? <laughs> sorry. Close sorry, enough, sir. So, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. I, I you know. Um, we so, actually, you actually ran into him at the Republican right, Liberty Caucus. Yep. And the independent um, Chris uh, Kelly, he's a cop. Yep. And uh, I just want to make sure that, that, that everybody knows that. And he is a fr- I I consider him to be a friend. Good. You know, so that's why I sit there and I say, I know cops. I shoot with cops over in Blaine at the uh, Blaine shooting thing. So I've, I've talked to cops all the time. So that's why it, it's always shocking to me when people say that, again, that black people don't like cops. I enjoy being around cops. We want to be around good people. <laughs> but, 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 but I made a phone call to these guys, and they came in and sat down with the community and listened. And like I told them, I don't care if nothing gets done. It's the point that they took their time out during the day. And they came down and they sat there and they lit. They they didn't try to over talk anybody or make you know points because one of the things about Republicans and I and I'll say it again, the reason Republicans don't win in the black district it's not the point that it's because they're Republicans. It's because they don't listen. Correct. It's just like now we was just talking about that. Yep. Now I've got three three people who are running in CD five mm-hmm. that has called me. And I, I'm helping all three of them. Only thing I asked them to do is to go out there and say what she's not doing. Tell us what you're going to do for the community. You think they listened? Nope. No. You know what they're doing? They're fear mongering. Mm. We don't care. Look, 
I could care less who bombed Iran. Mm -hmm. I could care less about a Muslim brotherhood. That's your stick up. That's not mine. And that's not the community stick up. So get in line and do what you're supposed to do because you're not going to win CD5 with the crap you're pulling right now. I've told all three of them the same thing. You think they listen? No. Thank you very much. That's why the Republican Party cannot win in they can come down and spread the seeds like I'm trying to get them to understand. Only thing, look, in order for something to grow, you got to cultivate it, correct? And and if you're just going to come down there with your stupid pull yourself up by your brute set values, that don't play in the black community. And if and if and if your Republicans don't get themselves in lockstep and start listening to somebody, they're going to be out of Minnesota. Well, Forget they're it. already playing catch up because the, the Democrats have been planting seeds. They're putting immigrants all over the state. Thank you very much. They got Duluth. They got St. Cloud, and they got the Metro. That's all they need. Greater Minnesota ain't winning Minnesota no. anymore. No. Who are you going to vote for? The person that, that says that, oh, you're welcome to our state. Come and be a citizen. Or the people that says, we don't want you here. You're a bunch of criminals and rapists and stuff like that. Well, that's an excellent point. And, I, and, and this is something that I've been talking about. Well, I can go back to 2008, the, the uh, U.S. Senate race between uh, then-Senator Norm Coleman and, and Al Franken, who eventually won that. It's like, you know, the attitude was, well, I'm not going to win in these urban areas, right. cities anyways. Well, if you're running a statewide race, winning these areas isn't necessary, but outreach and appealing to right. a percentage, at least, of these voters, a, a a small percentage of these voters could have been the difference in a, in a statewide race that was 300 votes. Same thing with Jeff Johnson. Yes. Jeff Johnson didn't even come down and, and shake. Hey, the, the, the dude, how can you, like I said before, whomever ran that race with him. Should never, ever, ever, ever step foot on no, a stage. No, because his campaign manager just said, "Just go lie to him like everybody else does." Yeah, that, that's crazy. He didn't bother to do so, that. So I'm trying to get these Republicans to understand. No, you may not win right now, mm -hmm. but look at what the Democrats are doing. And 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 now did uh, uh, the governor say that he's bringing in more people? Right. 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 So if he bring in more people, more then votes. they're going up north. Right. Right, so they're gonna start filling that area up north up there. So you're not gonna win up there either. So you got a choice. You can start knocking down walls, or you can just forget it because they're gonna have the house, they're gonna have the senate, they're gonna have the govern, they're gonna have the governor seat, and we're in some serious trouble because I'm a gun owner. I, I I love my guns. I enjoy my guns. I like walking around with my guns. I like protecting my family with my guns. I believe in the Second Amendment because of the 14th Amendment, and I don't see any reason why you're going to tell me what I can and cannot do. I believe in small government. Small, get Leave me alone. Sure. Just that, keep us safe. Right. And we'll take care of the rest. Yeah, and that's that's certainly the prominent role of government. Certainly is 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 a security and obviously safeguarding our constitutional rights. Unfortunately, and I read a quote from uh, House Speaker Melissa Hortman, pretty much acknowledging that these gun bills that they're re-upping again this session aren't going to pass, but essentially saying this is what could happen if we had control of the Senate, which there's they have to flip two seats and that's it. Well, the they have to control. Nobody from the DFL is. is well, one person. We've only had one person from the DFL that's in their D sick. Uh, no, I, to I, sit I, and I talk to, to us. I talked to Bobby Champion. Okay, Bobby. I, well, we I, had I a got meeting Bobby's, with Senator. D yeah, we had a, we had a meeting with her, but I, I got Bobby's number, so I can call Bobby anytime I want, which I'm going to. And Bobby and I are going to have a sit down, and we're going to see if we can figure some things out. So. We can just walk through the halls and have Republicans who know us come out and speak to us, right? But but Democrats, DFL that know us, 
we're persona non grata. They don't talk to us. We don't matter because we're gun guys. And, I, and we have a couple of minutes left, and I know we have another source of your frustration, particularly some of the gun-grabbing groups. You know, you're out there walking the streets of North Minneapolis, putting in the legwork, and you took serious umbrage with some of these from Moms Demand Action who show up to the press conference after there's a high-profile death. They want the notoriety saying, we're concerned about gun violence, but aren't on in a, on, on the front lines. No, no, no. You know, and then you got you got that little pop-up shop uh, at the 1100 building. Y'all, you, y'all should drive by the 1100 building on Broadway and go in the back because uh, Protect Minnesota has a little pop-up shop. And I called them out on that, too. Yes. No one is never there. I've been by there over and over and over and over. They only have that down there so they can sit there and say, oh, yeah, we have presence. We have a another- presence in the office. They have never been that place. They go in there every once in a while to change a poster. Other than that, they're, they're never in it. They're, they're paying uh, to rent that space out. Bloomberg is paying to rent that space out. Uh, for nothing. And that's why it makes me so mad when I hear these gun groups always talking about, like I said, sitting there going, Democrats want our guns. Black people are Democrats and we are not asking for nobody's guns. Right. Them cookie moms from the suburbs are the ones chasing people and trying to take their guns. And that's what and I and, and hold on, let me say this. I understand. I understand them. Don't get me wrong, because my grandson goes to school in Blaine. Mm-hmm. And if something happened to them, they would have to beat me to whomever shot him. Uh, or better yet, I would just just give me the handcuffs, dude. I'll drive myself. But th- that person will be gone. Mm-hmm. So I understand that whole situation. But then they also got to understand the very people that I have to preach to, I've got to protect also. Right. I've got to make sure that I have my firearm to protect them also. So th- those are the things that I look at and, and I think about. So, so is it when you when you didn't care about it wasn't happening in your neighborhood? Does that make you complicit in the facts that are it's happening now in your neighborhood? Gentlemen, always an honor to have you. It always Thank goes you. my way too quick. Thank Thanks you. For Come having back us. anytime, Reverend Tim Christopher. Yes, sir. Louis Denard, Unchained on un, uh dot com is where you can find their fine podcast. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old wobbly dentures, it's time to change your life with dental implants from ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where implants are affordable. Imagine changing your life for the better, like showing up at a family reunion or get-together and having the best time you've had in years because you can talk, laugh, eat, and pretty much do everything the way you used to, all because of beautiful dental implants from ImplantMiracle.com. What makes this all even better is the price, as low as $2,499 per tooth, including the implant abutment and crown. Plus, your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free, and we offer convenient financing. Most other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 an implant. So our price, as low as $2,499, makes implants affordable for everyone. See our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com.
This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Have you noticed the Democrats' new message? It's go big or go home. Elizabeth Warren says we need big structural change. Bernie Sanders agrees, saying no half measures. Nearly all the candidates have jumped on the bandwagon, favoring Medicare for all, free college, a massive Green New Deal. But there's a problem. Americans don't trust big government. A Pew Research study showed only 17% trust government to do what's right. 75% believe trust in the federal government is shrinking. A new book, Good Enough for Government Work, argues the American people don't trust government officials, finding their programs inefficient and ineffective. Republicans should be the party of incremental change. Their climate change ideas about innovation, research, and plastic waste are a great example. According to the American people, the era of big government should be over. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com.